Let's look at the difference between lust and love. Lust versus love. For those who have their notes, let's go to the next point. Lust is a counterforce to love. Lust is a counterforce to love. Lust is the hunger or drive for carnal desires and the pursuits of carnal hopes. Lust is a counterforce to love. Counterforce means it's the opposite. It's the, it's the force that's trying to come against or to dilute the impact of. Lust is the hunger or drive for carnal desires and the pursuits of carnal hopes. Lust, like I said, is an overbearing hunger, overbearing desire for carnal desires, meaning I want this in my life to satisfy me. I want to eat how I want to eat. I want sex when I want sex. I want this when I want it. Carnal desires and that lust will begin to drive you, push you towards those things and the pursuits of carnal hopes, meaning that, hey, I don't I don't want God to save me. God is not good enough to save me. He's not strong enough to save me. This woman will save me from my troubles. This man will save me from my troubles. This job will save me from my troubles. This way of life will save me from my troubles. So those over bearing desires will have you pursue a place of hope, not knowing that that hope is dope, that hope is no good, that hope is bad for you, that when you find yourself on top of it, that thing will cause you to sink. Whatever you endeavor to have without God will be your downfall. Everything you pursue must have God in mind, that I'm doing this for God's glory and I'm doing this for me being glorified more into his son's image. Anything outside of that will destroy you. Lust is a counterforce to love. It's trying to come against it. The enemy wants you into wants you in lust. He wants you in overbearing desires because you won't be patient enough to really recognize what true love is. Lust is the hunger or drive for carnal desires and the pursuits of carnal hopes. Let's look at love. Love is the ability to do these one, two, three, four, five things. Love is the ability to consider, to care. To correct, to commit, and to complete. Love is the ability to consider, to care, to correct, to commit, and to complete. Love is the ability to consider. Love is empathy. Love is kindness. Love is, is, is having the ability to consider the needs of others. To have such self-awareness and, and, and search awareness to be able to consider the needs of others. Love is the ability to, to not, not overly consume yourself with yourself, but to be able to consider the needs of others. Do you consider others above yourself? Do you consider others beyond your uh, selfish desires of you? So many people are not willing to consider, therefore they're not walking in love. God considered us, for he gave. He loved the world so much that he considered, he considered giving. And, and many of us are not willing to consider giving our lives based upon what he considered in giving. Because when we understand what true love is, I can't, you can't, and we can't help but think about the needs of others. And how can I meet that need? How can I be more selfless than selfish? Love is the ability to care. Care means self-care and to care for others. Not only do I consider them, but it's my ability to actually, through my talent, through my skill, through my ability to be able to care. Care means to bring into a place of, of health and wealth and, and to bring to a place of, of, of peace, of, of, of power, of prominence. It's the ability to say, I see that you're in pain. How can I care for you? 
Love is the ability to correct. Love is not just in the Santa Claus category. It's not just in the category of making people feel good. It's also in the in the in the in the, in the realm of correcting others. Because I love you, I correct you. Because I love you, I gotta tell you about yourself. And just don't do it because you feel the obligation to. There's a tone and a way about correcting. I, I go by the uh, three C's. They call it the, I forgot, they call it like a sandwich. It's like bread, uh, whatever's in the middle, and another slice of bread. You, uh, you celebrate, critique, celebrate. In order to truly correct somebody, you celebrate them. Hey, man, you doing A. Hey, you celebrate the good things they're doing. Then you bring in the critique, and then you celebrate again. You celebrate the things they're doing good. Hey, man, I like the way you're doing it. You're doing a good job. We really appreciate what you're doing. But there are some things that we desire for you to, to work on, and here are those things. But don't get so consumed by that, man, because you're really doing a great job. It's, 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 it's celebrate, critique, celebrate. And you're giving them critique. You're giving them correction. But you're also giving them on the opposite, on the outer ends Things that they are doing well. Not everybody wants to hear what they do wrong over and over and over again. There's an art form in, in, in helping people understand that I do recognize the good in your life, but there are some things that I see that you should correct, but I'm going to reiterate that you are doing a good job, that there are some good things in your life, but you bring it at home in a way that they can receive it. Love is the ability to correct. Things you let slide proves that you don't love. Things you let loose and let go without correcting proves you genuinely don't love them or you love your position in the relationship more than you do the relationship. Meaning, you love them being in your life more than you will, are willing to risk them through giving them truth. So many people don't tell the truth because they love their position in that other person's relationship and they don't want to lose them by telling the truth. No, I'd rather lose you with my hands clean than to keep you and eventually having your blood on my hands. I'd rather tell you the truth than love I'd rather tell you the truth and what you should do than to close my mouth to keep you and then end up having your blood on my hands. If you tell the truth in love and you know that it was in love and you celebrate it, critique, celebrate it, and they still walked away, at least your hands are clean from the situation. That's what the coach does. I celebrate, critique, celebrate. If you don't want to be in my life, at least I know I can still sleep good tonight knowing that eventually your blood will be on your hands and your blood, not even a drop, will be on mine. Love is the ability to commit. Love is a superpower that only God can give. It is only through God that I'm able to consider. It's only through God that I'm able to care. It's only through God that I'm able to correct. It's only through God that I can, can commit. I tell people all the time, a person's commitment to God will tell you a will give you foresight on their commitment to you. If they can compromise God, they will compromise you. If they can leave and walk away from God, they will leave and walk away from you. The measure of a person's commitment in your life is predicated to their commitment to God. And their commitment to God is based upon their relationship with each other. And if they have don't if they have a poor relationship with God, they will begin to loosen in their commitments. And if they loosen in their commitments, they will be in a carnal state to kind of try to compromise you into getting out of your commitment with the God to satisfy their carnal desires. And those kind of people are dangerous people to be in relationships with because they will cause you to compromise your commitment with God to feed their carnal desires. And now you're in condemnation, but they're still like vultures eating from your poor commitment. But when you're in love with God. I'd rather lose everyone and keep my commitment to God than to sacrifice my commitment to God to gain commitment with others. Love is the ability to complete. 
Complete is for those go-getters, those doers. Love, when you love God and you love people, you got to get that book done. You got to get that album done. You got to get that business concept done. You got to get the, you got to put that ministry. It, love is the ability to complete. Love is not competing. Love is completing. I'm not competing. I'm completing. The most people who get so caught up in competing, they complete for the wrong reasons. But when you're in love with God and you love his people and the people he's giving you a burden for, you cannot help but complete what you're supposed to do because you love God and you are in a... And you honor what God wants to through wants to do through your art form. Love is having the ability to complete things. God can't do anything that's incomplete. Ideas left in your mind are no good to God. Write the vision, make it plain. Write it on tablets. Give it to runners. Give it to people who can make something happen. But so many people, they don't love themselves. They feel like they're inadequate. Their love for God begins to wane. They have no burden for anyone. Therefore, they complete nothing. Love is the ability to consider others more than yourselves. Love is the ability to care. Love is the ability to correct, com compliment, not compliment, compliment too. That's another C. Commit and complete. Let's go to some questions. Here are three questions you have to ask yourself 